Welcome to the Nolan Podcast from National Oil and Lube News. I'm digital reporter Hannah Bubser. Today, we are sharing an interview from Nolan's sister publication, Adapt Automotive. Senior digital editor Noah Brown spoke with Bill Hanvey, president of the AutoCare Association. In this interview, Hanvey discusses the right to repair and how shops can promote education surrounding the issue. So to start off, if you wouldn't mind uh, explaining just a little bit about uh, who you are and, and what you do with ACA. Sure. Uh, hello, everyone. My name is Bill Handy. I am the president and CEO of the Auto Care Association, and we are uh, we represent the entire independent repair chain, starting from tier one manufacturers all the way down to the local repair shop on the corner of Elm and Main and everybody else in between, retailers, distributors, part manufacturers. Uh, So we are the only vertically uh, integrated uh, association that represents the independent auto care industry. And so, as I mentioned, before we started recording here, this podcast really, we're doing a series uh, over the next few weeks is kind of a preview to the upcoming ADAPT Summit, which will be held September 24th and 25th, mm-hmm. uh, and trying to address a lot of the topics that will be coming up at the summit. Uh, and there are a lot of a lot of new advancing topics that shop owners, managers, stakeholders need to know about and need to be prepared for. And we've talked about mm-hmm. that really ever since ADAPT came into being two years ago. Everything from electric vehicles, autonomous vehicles, ADAS calibrations, right to repair. There are a lot of yes. complex, deep issues that uh, shop owners need to, to, to know about. So to start off the conversation here, Right to repair has been, you know, in the the headlines, uh, national headlines, really for the last two years. Ever since uh, Massachusetts voted to uh, uh, approve a right to repair bill, and then it's been, you know, in legal uh, uh, purgatory for the last couple of years. Uh, so just to start off, uh, if you wouldn't mind giving just kind of a high level overview update of just kind of the state of right to repair, not just in Massachusetts but uh, across the country. Yeah, I, I would be happy to, Noah. And and, and I want to build on a statement that you just talked about in terms of, you know, providing the industry training on ADOS and telematics and so on. So a, a, as shop owners look at the technology from an implementation standpoint in order to be able to fix the cars, right? So they're concerned about training and do I have the right people and, and machinery, But what goes hand in hand with that technology is the ability uh, to be able to access that data. And and automakers are increasingly using technology um, as a door uh, to our industry or uh, preventing us from from providing uh, the functions that we need to provide. So we are very much in tune with that technology from a policy standpoint. And if you take a look at, um, you know, the fundamental right to repair uh, issue that you hear, uh, not only within our space, Noah, but within the agricultural space, uh, the cell phone space and, and other electronic space, it's really fundamentally it boils down to 
Does the consumer that purchased that tractor, that commercial vehicle, that car, that cell phone have the right to be able to choose where they have that uh, repaired? And that's the fundamental question that we are answering with right to repair. And, and ours is not only an industry issue, it's a consumer issue. We are saying that the consumer absolutely has the right to be able to choose where to have that, uh, their vehicle repaired or their phone repaired or their tractor repaired. As long as that repairer uh, is able to do so in a cyber secure fashion. And, um, you know, that's the very fundamental foundation upon which we're building uh, our right to repair initiative uh, in Massachusetts and on Capitol Hill. And for those customers, for those shop owners, managers, technicians who are making the repairs on a customer's vehicle, specifically for this audience, uh, for those tractors, for those cell phones, as you are mentioning, the right to repair legal battle, the right to repair issue can seem very high level at times. You know, there's a lot that really is kind of out of people's hands, out of out of consumers' hands, out of shop owners' hands. It's being dealt with by politicians on Capitol Hill in courtrooms. What tangible things can shop owners and customers do to help not necessarily protect themselves, but but what, what can they do to advocate for themselves in this right to repair struggle? Fantastic question, Noah. And 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 that uh you really took my thunder away. And, and you know, <laughs> and, and what what's so fundamental is that people have to understand that they do have a voice that Yes, the association has got this on behalf of the industry, but we need the collective 4.5 million people within our industry to raise their voice uh, about th their right to be able to repair vehicles on behalf of the consumer. Um, the automakers, as everybody knows, has a tremendous amount of lobbying power. They have lawyers, lawyers, lawyers. Uh, however, we have this wonderful industry of 4.5 million people that need to be in tune with the issue so that they can speak to their, their customers and say, unless you support this as a consumer, then it's very likely that your choice to be able to, have, to, to come here and have your vehicle repaired rather than the dealership, which is 30% more expensive, and more than likely would entail a two to three week waiting period, that option for you to come here is a threat. So we, we um, have a grassroots initiative um, here uh, within the Auto Care Association where shop owners, please contact your local congressperson. Please go visit your local congressperson please sign our petition that you can find on our website that supports right to repair. It's a very simple thing, but politicians listen to folks within their district that pay taxes and employ people. And certainly the shop owners um, meet all those requirements. We need the industry to be active on this issue.
From the team that brings you auto service professional, Fender Bender, Modern Tire Dealer, Nolan, and Ratchet and & Wrench, comes the Adapt Automotive Technology Summit, a unique opportunity to learn directly from automakers and industry thought leaders on the shifting landscape of automotive technology. Held September 24th through 25th in Arlington, Texas, immediately following the Ratchet & Wrench Management Conference and immediately preceding the Fender Bender Management Conference, Adapt will feature leading voices in the industry, all discussing how shop owners like you can be prepared to handle the most progressive technology trends disrupting the industry. Register for ADAPT today. Use code PODCAST at ADAPTSummit.com for $400 off. And on the other side of that too, in addition to kind of that that activism in getting out and talking to local politicians, what role do shop owners, managers, technicians play in educating their consumers about the ongoing right to repair struggle and letting those consumers know what's going on? They, they uh, have a fundamental responsibility as part, uh, as business owners that are protecting their own interests and as members of this auto care community to, to educate the consumers uh, as to the threat that's looming. Um, all that information that the shop owners require to educate their consumers is on our website. It, it's um, it's autocare.org uh, forward slash advocacy. And, and they can find uh, tools that they can print out for their customers or to hang uh, in their place of business. They can find that URL code or, or QR code that uh, they, they quickly can send a letter to the uh, to their respective legislators. So uh, all the information that, that the shop owners need is on autocare.org forward slash advocacy. And so in the automotive aftermarket space, no one issue can really stand by itself. Right to repair and repair information, mm -hmm. access to that information really ties in with the, uh, you know, the surgence of electric vehicles coming onto the marketplace with the advancements yes. in, in ADOS and other high-tech systems that are being put into vehicles. And it can be a lot for shop owners, managers, technicians, not really knowing where to start getting this information, not really knowing just in terms of getting technology for their shop, getting diagnostic tools, scan tools, uh, getting information for their techs to train them to get the right mm -hmm. procedures. It's all interconnected. Correct. As you mentioned, ACA has a lot of different opportunities for technicians, for shop owners. What sorts of programs are available through ACA to help shop owners managers deal with these kinds of problems that arise from the kind of the interconnectedness of all of these different issues? Yeah, uh, the Auto Care Association uh, um, does a tremendous job uh, in, in terms of the education and the advocacy piece, Noah. And, and folks like yourself putting together your conference uh, in a couple of weeks is critical to be able to communicate that information. And, and we ask that the industry takes a more active role. Uh, for example, the program groups um, and, and the, you know, the, the tire folks, such as Bridgestone, Firestone, or, or whoever the case might be, we're working directly with those, um, with their headquarters to make sure that the sh uh, uh, that their shops are getting the information that they need. We were just on the docket uh, at the Napa Auto Care Expo, 
Um, Napa Auto Care has 17,000 Napa Auto Care shops. Um, and uh, Napa has been very gracious in terms of allowing us stage time at their conference. You're very gracious allowing us stage time at your conference. These are some of the ways that we are educating um, the shop owners and the technicians. Uh, certainly the website is another way. And it's just good old-fashioned grassroots, to be quite honest with you, Noah. Uh, our communications team puts out a tremendous amount of information on this. Um, I would, uh, you know, my ask of the industry is that the shop owners become more in tune with when they hear this, uh, take an active role, uh, become participative in the government process or, or you know, the, the regulatory process. Let your voice be heard, uh, not only just as a member of our industry, but of our country. And, and I think that's a fundamental role of us as Americans to become involved in that process. Last question for you here. As you were mentioning a little bit earlier, the ADAPT Summit is coming up at the end of September, September 24th and 25th. Tickets are still available for our listeners. Um, we'll have a lot of great presentations across those two days. We'll have uh, several uh, members from ACA presenting. We've got uh, Tom Tucker, who's one of the senior directors of, of government affairs. He'll be giving a whole uh, presentation on uh, uh, um the access to vehicle information. Mike Tanner, yes. Director of Vehicle Communications, will be on a panel as well talking about vehicle technology. Mm -hmm. uh, and so it, it will be a great opportunity for uh, for anybody, any shop owner who does uh, choose to attend. Uh, and as you were mentioning there, Bill, that these kinds of conferences play a really big role in that sort of education. Tremendous. If you can just elaborate a little bit further on the importance of being an active member of the aftermarket community getting as much information as you can as much information as you can attending events like this and really soaking up as much information and networking as much as you can yeah and, and these types of conferences and webinars and information it, you know it's so critical for the shop to be able to keep up technologically with the with the machines that are coming into their bays right now but just as importantly, as I mentioned earlier, that technology is also being used as a wedge against our industry. You have to be aware of the issue. You have to take the assumption that no one has your back and that you are gonna take this cause on yourself and do what you can do to help amplify our voice in Washington at the state level and so on and so forth. So, that's the one thing that shop owners can do is really uh, commit to themselves that they will educate their staff, that they will educate their consumers, not just from the technology standpoint, but from the advocacy standpoint, that we need to stick together as an industry. We need to amplify our voice. And the only way that we're going to do that is through uh, shop owners, such as the folks that you reach. Um, to, to become involved. Thanks for listening to the Nolan Podcast from National Oil and Lube News. 
Visit nolan.net for more industry news and subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen. If you're interested in learning more about the ADAPT Automotive Technology Summit, visit adaptsummit.com. I'm digital reporter Hannah Bubser, and we'll talk to you more next time. Music